Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in to episode 80 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. It's your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. The best four-man booth back in the business. Uh, welcome into episode two of Podomania 2. We did our prediction show oh, Thursday night. For Jay, this is his first episode. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, you know, Nice of you to show up today. I guess it, it is technically WWE day, so you, you're going to be here. You probably woke up this morning, you, you know. Refreshed. Yeah, refreshed, you know, stretched. You got out the bed. You, you tucked your WWE sheets back into your bed, made your bed. Wave that flag. Yeah. Touch that, touch that big W on top of your wall like your Notre Dame walking out to the playing field. Like. It's cool. Um, so yeah, but no, nah, well, welcome in um, episode two of Pod of Mania Two. Um, we will be live again tomorrow at five p.m. Eastern, leading you into WrestleMania Night Two, and then Tuesday night we have our WrestleMania recap weekend. Um, we have special guests coming on tomorrow and Tuesday, so stay tuned for that. Um, but how we how we living this morning? Everybody's excited. It is the literally the longest day in pro wrestling history. I think today. <laughs> Doing yeah. stupendous. Well, I'm already. I am. <laughs> I'm excited for it just because it's WrestleMania weekend. So even though I've been on that WrestleMania fatigue, I'm, I mean wrestling fatigue for a while. I'm excited for tonight. You said it right yeah. the first time too. <laughs> so um, real quick story here in the intro, and then we're gonna jump straight into Bell to Bell because we got a lot to cover. Um, like I said, predicting. Stand and deliver, predicting night one, recapping ROH Supercard of Honor from last night, maybe some impact and other things. So this morning I wake up, you know, get ready, go to the grocery store, doing my usual thing, turn the water on, pressure's a little low. Like, all right, no big deal, right? Go to the grocery store, come back. To get to my house, the road's blocked off. I'm like, me and my wife are in the car. I'm like, what's what's going on? Like, kids are in the house, still sleeping, Saturday morning, you know. And uh, like, oh, there's, there's a water main break. Everything's shut off. Um, probably going to be about, you know, six to seven hours for everything to be back up and turned on again. So, Jeez. <laughs> so right now I have zero water in the house. Um, can't do anything. So we are looking uh, at <laughs> staying at a hotel somewhere. Um you know, so yeah, that that's been my morning. It has been wow. um, fun filled with with BS um, as usual. So at least Jay, I didn't start off with the weather. So there's your <laughs> last week. Um, and there you go. <laughs> hey, anybody got anything else this morning? All right, well, let's get into that. it. Hey, listen, if you're not a wrestling fan, like we'll have some stuff towards the end of the show. Um, of course, we're still going to do our one got to go in that. Um, we'll have a special live edition of Drink of the Week. The four of us are getting together for WrestleMania party tonight. So um, we'll we'll, sit, we'll do a live uh, Drink of the Week later on tonight. So make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe, check the bell so you get the notification when we go live for the Drink of the Week this week. Um, but let's get right into it. Let's hop into it. Bell to bell. Let's go. All right. So as we said, today's probably the longest day in pro wrestling history, although yesterday was probably the longest <laughs> night in pro wrestling history. A ton of stuff last night. Um, 
Jay, if you would have showed up Thursday when we had our prediction show, um, you know, we talked about what you're going to pick and choose to watch, how you're going to watch it, how you're going to consume it. I saw a bunch of stuff on the Twitter timeline last night. People had two computers, two TVs, and it was really <laughs> ROH, Impact, WWE, AEW. And yeah. Me, myself, I – um. I was watching ROH Supercard on the on the computer. I turned on SmackDown. I saw the opening with the with the Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant. I saw Mad Cat Moss win and eliminate Finn Balor, and I immediately turned SmackDown off. I said, "No." That's like that's like young Shut it down. Shut it down. You can't you can't book the U.S. champion on Mania to begin with, and then you have him lose the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on WrestleMania Friday to freaking Mad Cat Moss. I'm done with you. I'm turning off. I'm not even gonna give you the rest of the attention for the go home show. You can argue me all you want, Jay. That's that's terrible. That's terrible. He came back out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pull double duty. Yeah. There you go. Pull double duty. Did he take the pin? In, did he take the pin in the six man tag later on? Yes, he did. I saw the on Twitter. People were not happy that he won the the battle royal. Wait, <laughs> wait, I didn't wait, see time, anybody time happy out. about it. Time out! Time out! Time out! Finn came back out to pull double duty, and he ate the pin in the six man tag. It's a theory. Yes. <laughs> Just give that man a release. <laughs> he won't deserve that. He he doesn't deserve that. Like you're not. This isn't like an April Fool's on April second joke. Like you're being dead serious right now. Because I didn't. I, like I said, I turned. I turned it off. Didn't watch it. I saw. I saw screen grabs later of him in the six man match, but I didn't look at anything. I didn't read anything this morning because I was dealing with the water main break shit. Like, so he really. <laughs> <laughs> no, no April Fools. No. <laughs> All right. Wow. We're not, we're not gonna go there right away. All right. So. <laughs> Went over to Younger Town. That's, that's unbelievable. He's done for the weekend, so. <laughs> you know, I was trying to be positive with them today. Like, I really was. I was like, this is, you know, mania. That lasted on. 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You want young talent buried, push, but don't want young buried, talent push. Buried, you know, it got buried faster than Finn Balor's U.S. title reign. That's what it did. So, <laughs> all right. Well, then let's let's get into the bit. To I, I think what I what what I would say stole the night last night. Um, I don't count the Hall of Fame in this because that's that's separate. Um, I'm gonna go back on Peacock and watch that because I, I really want to hear. Some of the speeches I heard Queen Charmels was really good. Undertaker stole the show from everything that I was told. The Steiner brothers, um, you know, Scott with a live mic. You never know what's gonna happen, but I heard <laughs> theirs was really good. So there are people that I want to go back and hear and, and yeah. watch yeah. and listen to their speeches. So I, I take that out of the equation because it's not wrestling based, right? I it's watched about uh, wrestling, but it's, I saw you know, I saw Vince and Taker. So that was about an hour. And yeah. I watched that. It was good. It was different. Taker came out. He was wearing like a an ear mic, so it's like he was like walking around the the ring a little bit, talking like talking to the crowd, talking to family, talking to the boys on the stage. So it was kind of cool, like something different, like a seminar. But yeah, everybody, <laughs> people were screenshotting going, uh, "The Undertaker, welcome to my TED talk." Yeah, that's what I was just getting ready to say. He gave a TED talk last night. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, so yeah, so. 
take that out of the equation. Um, we said Thursday night, ROH, Supercard of Honor, looking at the card in the lineup, top to bottom, that coming out of the weekend, when we recap everything, it, it had the potential to steal the weekend and steal the show, given the lineup and, and the quality of matches that were on that card. And I was not disappointed last night. Um, no, it, it wasn't either. Everybody showed up. They showed out. I thought the the production looked great. I thought the the stage looked great. Um, carrying a two man booth, huh, you want to talk <laughs> about refreshing and just like nostalgia feel all over again. Like yeah. you don't know, you don't really know how much you miss a two man booth until you get one. And Rickaboni and Caprice, you know Coleman, them two, they work really well together. I wish Ian was a little bit more energized at times. He kind of keeps the same tone, but um, it was just refreshing for a two-man booth. Yeah, they actually got a booth this time instead of just sitting at a road case on some stools, you know. Just Just want discount discount NXT 2.0? A discount NXT 2.0? We'll discount it. They got the two, uh, they got the two-man booth. I didn't even know they did have. We're back to a two. Same here. But I, I Rick Rick Ma, and Caprice are better than Vic and Wade. Wade can't. Wade Wade doesn't. Um, Vic Joseph does nothing for me. Wade Barrett is a star. I love him in that role. Like I do. Um, he's obviously not going to be on the main roster because you got Graves, you got McAfee. Yeah. So like he's going to have to wait his turn if he gets moved up until one of those two step aside. But. As a pair, as a duo, I'll take Rickaboni and Caprice over Wade and Vic Joseph just because Vic Joseph to me mm-hmm. is the shit. So, is that the wrestler Caprice? Yeah. Oh, he's okay. Monitoring now. Yeah. 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 He's been for a while. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how long he's been, but I enjoyed their commentary last night. Of, I agree. It wasn't, it was there when it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, good, good, um, good storytelling by them. They emphasized stuff. They added to what was going on in the ring. They didn't take away to where they were overshadowing the talent that was in the ring. Was sometimes you'll get with commentators. Um, so I thought from that standpoint, job well done. And then the card itself, I was invested from match one all the way through. I thought the the kickoff show was good. Um, you know, for a kickoff show, the zero hour that they did. Thought Dalton Castle and Joe Hendry were really good. But once Swerve and Zane came out to start the show, I was hooked from match one through the end of the main event. So did you guys watch the show? I'll watch the whole thing. All right. So <laughs> hey, we, we don't have the uh get it back. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I signed. I signed up. I signed up for Honor Club yesterday. It was ten. It was nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You know, watch the show. <laughs> Depending on what they do and announce it, I'll I may keep it. You know, because it is only ten bucks. Oh, or so I you got can't. that with the nine ninety nine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. People were on fight like, oh, this thirty dollars was the best thirty dollars I ever spent, and I'm on the timeline sliding in like. Uh, if you would have signed up for Honor Club, it was only nine ninety nine, right? <laughs> so yeah, well, that's uh, why I signed up because I was like, yeah, ten bucks, it's worth it. Yeah, 
yeah, that that was if this was regular pay per view, and this isn't just me blowing smoke up their ass, but mm-hmm. honestly, if it was regular regular pay per view and like WrestleMania, where WrestleMania was, you know, the fifty nine dollars, I would I would have paid that and and been completely satisfied with my purchase last night. Huh? They they gave you they gave you everything. They gave you yeah. high flying. They gave you car crash. They gave you pure wrestling. Um, excellent storytelling, physical beatdowns. Like it was just nonstop, top to bottom. Um, you know, some of the more complete surprises for the matches, some maybe you expected, but I felt like not <laughs> kept your attention. Yeah, and I heard there was a there was a lot of scuttlebutt in the in the ROH hashtag ROH Supercard of Honor. Um, people were like, oh. Way to go. You have all these ROH guys losing to AEW guys. And I'm like, newsflash, they're all AEW guys. So it's one yeah. Like, yes, Ring of Honor is named. And people were like, no, Tony Khan only bought the, the company and, and, the, and the library and the licensing. He didn't he didn't keep any of the wrestlers. Well, did you, think the, guys were, did you think the guys were working for free last night? <laughs> Like I mean, they got Ring, a payday. Like Ring of Honor released every one of their talent before the even before the company was sold. So yeah, like I just it, you know that part of the internet wrestling community just like baffles me every time I see it. I'm like, <laughs> how, like you, you're bashing because new people are winning matches and titles and everything else, and not everybody that won last night is an AEW contracted wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, they're setting people up to kick off the new era of Ring of Honor, which got off to a great start last night. You had surprises. Suzuki, I called that. That was a surprise. But, I mean, Mercedes, Chris, Donald, you guys called that. I thought they were going to go with Willow. I mean, they gave you they gave you surprises last night. Yuta. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people might have been surprised at Yuta. I was surprised at that. When I, saw, yeah. when I saw that result, I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, that match to win, but it's like whenever whenever I actually saw Yuta and Woods stand next to each other, I was like, and Woods had the match for a long period of time. You know, he he pretty much controlled that, and it's just like the storytelling in that was very good because it was Woods controlled, and then Yuta really kind of came back towards the end. And um, I, I honestly I didn't think he was going to get it, but I was happy with the outcome. We said on the prediction show that the pure division can be something that this new era of ROH can continue to keep as their foundation Mm -hmm. that differentiates them from all other companies, just like Impact has the X division and and that type of feel. And last night, that match right there clearly shows why they should keep that division around because that match was fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. Them explaining the rules for people that don't know what a pure match is laying it out beautifully, keeping everybody apprised of what was going on as far as total number of rope breaks, um, situations where they were in the ropes doing stuff, explaining why that wasn't a rope break because they were, you know, involved in, you know, certain things. So, like, it was just well done altogether. And Josh Woods, man, you know, that dude is is a top-tier talent in ring-wise. I don't whether know or not you can get the, up, but... yeah, whether or not you can get the charisma and the and the promo, like 
to be a guy guy, but yeah. talent wise in ring, he's mm-hmm. a guy guy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when we saw him in person. Run. Yeah, when we saw him in person, he was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like his technical work was uh, like first tier. It, it really was. And even uh, going like into that match, yeah, for sure. There was a lot of clamoring for that in the media scrum afterwards in the YouTube's comments with people, you know, telling Tony Khan, sign Josh Woods. Um, I forget what I was going to, I forget what I was going to say real quick. Oh, even going into that match with the video package, they told, they even, they gave the, the call back to the history of Willer mm-hmm. being in ROH and being in that ROH pure tournament and how he's changed from that time till now and everything else like like i said i i thought they i didn't think there was a a single miss last night from them and it 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 went way above my expectations and i was going into it with a high expectation just based Mm -hmm. off of the match card itself the little things they changed in production value were good you know they didn't do a lot you know they added more lighting to the ring area you know, the stage was slightly different than what it's been, but I felt like everything that they did added to the production. Nothing really took away or was a, was a bad change. Sure. Um, so with that, <laughs> we, we can get to the main event and what happened afterwards. Um, you guys both with your, with your match of the night predictions, um, you know, you could argue uh, that any the, the matches we all selected yeah. could have been match of the night based off of what happened. That the R the the Briscoes versus FTR. They left the it in the ring. The anticipation for that match, like Jay, you want to talk about Sasha and and Bianca last year at Mania? Mm-hmm. It's the crowd building, 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 and boiling over, and they're just standing there. It was that last night, man. Yeah. Like yeah. that was the since Sasha and Bianca, I haven't heard a crowd or felt that. Like I felt the energy, just like last year's WrestleMania. I felt that night one, like mm-hmm. watching it on TV. I could only imagine what it was like to actually be there live yeah. in the crowd because you could feel it last night watching it. I'm surprised you didn't buy a last man ticket to Dallas to go see the match live. <laughs> <laughs> that was your dream match of dream matches right there. <laughs> that was, that was, and we, you know, everybody's like, so, um, so in the moment, like, oh my God, that was the greatest tag team match ever. Like, that's all you saw. I want to go back and rewatch it again, mm-hmm. probably 10 more times, um, because I'm sure there's little things that, you'll pick up on each time you watch it. That'll just make you appreciate it more than the first time. But watching it live, I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, I, this is definitely like top five worthy as far as greatest tag team match. Like, and FDR has been a lot of those potential greatest tag team matches, right? You go back to their days in NXT with DIY, um, you know, Alpha Academy. Yeah, matches. Academy. Like, there was a bunch there that, that could be in consideration, but what they did last night and the story they told was just unbelievable. No, I, th- Any I thought shock that... with, with them with FTR going over. 
I wasn't shocked. Um, you know, I think FTR still had a, or uh, Briscoe still had a good weekend. You know, they won the GCW tag titles Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had a great match with FTR. I, d- I don't mm-hmm. know what happened between them and the Good Brothers. I didn't see the outcome of that um, for Impact, but I think they had a hell of a weekend, and I don't know where they're going to end up next, but. It, it kind of, last night did cut the way they ended the match. It kind of seemed like they were saying goodbye to the Briscoes and Ring of Honor. So. Yeah, it, it felt that way for sure. Yeah. Um, they got there just to you had the surprise with the Young Bucks showing up. Um, sure. People were bitching about that too. Like, oh, of course you had to get the AEW Dynamite plug in, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's get, and it's a team get that on NXT like, so. And it was a team that was in ROH forever and yes. has held the ROH World Tag Team titles multiple times. Like, there's history there. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like they they didn't just send in, you know, Jurassic Express or the Acclaim. Like, it was <laughs> the freaking Young Bucks. Like, and, just like you, and, and just like you said before, they're all under the same umbrella. Yeah. So. <laughs> then they announced this week will be – we already had the match booked of FTR versus the Young Bucks. That'll be for the AAA tag title and the Ring of Honor tag title. Awesome. Yep. Both titles. Cool. Yeah. Both titles. All right. We got Jay, stop you look like you got something to say, Jay. Uh, we just got to stop with all this belt collecting. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, to a point, I, I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't I think they did it. I don't think they did it from a belt collecting standpoint. I mm-hmm. think it was, you know, because, like we said, given Jay's past and what was said, the likelihood of them signing them and keeping them around, even if they are just strictly Ring of Honor, don't know how that was going to work out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because we don't know where TV-wise, platform-wise, when Ring of Honor is going to be on, where it's going to be on, how often it's going to be on. Like We know none of that. So if they're trying to get it on TNT or TBS, then you're not going to have the Briscoes in yeah. Ring of Honor. That's just... I really expected an announcement of that last night. We didn't get that, so it's all must still be a work in progress. <clears throat> and I'm fine if they keep stuff strictly to honor club or fight until they can get everything mapped out, planned out, mm-hmm. settled down. Like you have YouTube that you can throw stuff on. Yeah. Um, you know, there's ways you can get the product out there to keep the interest going. Um, but yeah, that, that match itself, good luck in my Liam Neeson voice uh, from taking <laughs> good luck. Good luck following that last night. Good luck following that the rest of the weekend um, that we've said it before. There's been how many matches that people are putting in their match of the year category, right? Yeah. That one for sure is match of the year worthy as of right now. Hands down, no doubt about it. The suplex out of the ring spot blew oh my, my god. I didn't think he was actually gonna hit it. Like no. I get nervous every time they do that because that's a you know a 12 10 10 foot drop, 12 foot yeah. drop, mm-hmm. right? You got the ring, the the person then being lifted up, like when you looking at 12, probably 12, 14 feet in the air. Um cool. The whole the whole scene afterwards, like I don't know if he was really hurt or was just selling it. If he was selling it, he did a great job at selling it because he had he had me. 
No, he definitely did. But you could see him in the media scrum afterwards, walking to the to the table to sit down and talk, and then getting up and walking off the stage like he was stiff as a board. Mm. Like had a hard time moving around. So I think that definitely took more out of. I thought that Mark and Cash were going to be there to like catch them. Okay. So when it actually happened and they both went over, and Jay took as much of a of a bump on that yeah. as as Dax did. Dax probably a little bit more, but like I did the I, legit, my hands went right to my head, like holy <laughs> shit, like couldn't believe they actually did that bump. Yeah. And I would not suggest anybody else doing that bump. I saw yeah. it one time, don't want to see it again. That was one of those where it's like, I'll yeah, safety is like, yeah, 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 too risky. <laughs> way too many things that could go wrong on that. And way. they, and you know, we talked about like with NXT how close the the fans are to the ring now. You know, it's like yeah. Ring of Honor last night. They did a great job of having enough room around the ring, you know, mm-hmm. to the fans. And it's like for some, for especially for something like that, they needed that room. Did they have that New Japan? Uh, that that New Japan space? The barrier, the barrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think New Japan might have a little bit more still. But <laughs> yeah. So that was um, for me. That was my match of the night. I said that going in. I wasn't going to change, and they. You know, they delivered. Um, it's hard to take something that you anticipate so much and, and like, the fans are clamoring for it and then mm-hmm. wrestlers get in there and it's like, it's like it's like that with movies too, right? Like, you're, oh, this is the best movie ever and da da da, da and then you watch it and it's like, man, that was, yeah. eh. Like, what are you doing here? Like, I remember that way back years ago when No Country for Old Men came out and it was like, oh my God, this is the greatest movie ever. And I watched it. I'm like, not really, but okay. Yeah. Like the hype rarely lives up, right? Regardless of what yeah. you are talking about, hype is hype. And that, Oscar Oscar hype is usually the worst hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> And I and I don't need any more Will Smith, Chris Rock slap references. Oh, you know you're getting one tonight. I, you're getting you're gonna get. Oh, you're gonna get it before the weekend yeah. ends. But. They they did what like five last night just on Ring of Honor. <laughs> I think uh, NXT pulled out two on Tuesday. Yeah, it, it, yeah, like, yeah. I remember one specifically that Wade said for sure on NXT on Tuesday. So like, yeah, like during uh, the Woods Uta match, uh, Uta went up and slapped Woods and. I think it was Ian said something just like, "Oh, there's a slap like we saw on Sunday." It's just like, um, <laughs> like you couldn't play back to Regal instead of Chris Rock and Will Smith. <laughs> like, that that would probably been my one complaint, and that's I'm not even putting that as like an official complaint, but yeah. Um, so and we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. I just want to touch on the main event. What happened afterwards? Um, Gresham and Bandito. Again, another match that should have happened at final battle. Obviously, we didn't get it because Bandito with COVID. Um, but they they lived up and delivered. And I forgot how good Bandito was. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I haven't watched him a ton. But you know what I mean? Like, we saw him years ago and All Out. And, of course, you know, Ring of Honor and everything. Um, but I haven't actually seen him wrestle in – probably six months, seven months, right? And seeing him in there and watching him go with Gresham, like, 
It was, uh, it was unbelievable last night with those two. Did they, they told a classic pro wrestling story in the ring. Now, was this the same match we were supposed to get back in December? Yes. Title four. Yeah. Well, no. Well, then, no. then it was just for the title. This oh, was okay. because Bandito couldn't show up. They did an interim title. So this, oh, was, okay. this was to unify them. Yeah, yeah they gave they gave Gresham the they the ROH classic heavyweight oh. champion. So the original heavyweight title belt, Bandito had the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. And that's how they that's how they did it with that. Um so the match was fantastic. I thought the finishing sequence was was amazing. Um the moves, the counters, the back and forth. Mm-hmm. Gresham with a roll up, and it's like, oh my god, he won with a roll up. But no, that's what Jonathan Gresham does. He puts you in those predicaments. That's how he how he is. If he's not submitting you out and tapping you out in the octopus, he's more than likely gonna turn you into a pretzel to get it to get a roll up somehow. And he's um, not doing like the traditional roll up. He's doing no some, oh, some school like he's not pulling the Paul Smackage as Christian used to say on the ENC pod, where he's, you know rolling up with the traditional small package. Good old twenty four seven roll up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're getting something technical with with uh, Gresham. So they have the match. Gresham wins. I think we all agreed it was the right call to put it on him to be the guy for this new era of Ring of Honor. Um, Then you get Jay Lethal coming out. And Lethal had an interesting night based off of what he did in his match with Lee. Um, You know, they continued the... They continued the, the continuation of his free fall based off of what's happened in AEW to this point with him constantly losing and looking for a change. What do I need to do differently for opportunities? So on and so forth. And... He got to the point where, hey, I can't beat this guy, so I'm going to low blow him. And that got a major heat for him from the (laughs) ROH crowd, Um, especially given Lethal's history in the company, what he's done, always abiding by the honor code and everything. So that got major heat. Then they beat Lee Moriarty down afterwards. Sanjay comes in, breaks it up, and ushers Lee into the back. Or I'm sorry, Usher's lethal into the back. Main event ends. Gresham grabs the mic, and Jay comes out immediately, and people are booing him, right? Um, and he challenges him right there on the spot. Hey, hey, you know, I'm not waiting for an opportunity. I'm taking one. And they get into it. Sanjay comes out to break him up, and then Lethal and Sanjay turn and start beating Gresham down. And it's like, all right. This is how they're going to go off. And then the music hits. And Smojo walks out on the ramp, takes that towel down off his head. Facials were fantastic from Lethal and Dutt. Joe comes out, clears out the ring, picks Gresham up. They raise the champ's hand, and Joe goes off the air. Everybody's happy. I thought it was a very fitting ending to what was a hell of a night and mm-hmm. to usher in the new era of, of ROH. Yeah. For the match itself, I didn't like Chavo's involvement. I thought that took away a little bit from the match. Um, I just felt like, especially like the sequence from the, there was one point where he pulled Bandito away from getting, and that kind of started an altercation between him and Bandito. And to the point whenever at one point Chavo hits Gresham with the title to try to let Bandito steal the win. And I just felt like everything in that little area just fell off in between there. I um, didn't need it, but I felt yeah. like they did it 
Ring of Honor, right? The Honor Code mm-hmm. being stand up, right? That to establish for new fans that come in that's never watched Ring of Honor before last night, you're you're setting that groundwork as to what you're gonna get from the competitors in the ring. Um so I thought from that standpoint it was used well. I like with you, I didn't think I needed it at all. No. To, to get to that point to establish it. But I see why they did it. Um, but yeah, I, hope, I don't think, I hope there's it, I don't more. think it needed. Like, I, like, like, if they just had that be last night and that's it, like, just one and done, like, it's like, okay, what was the point of it? But if Chavo maybe come, stays in, kind of creates a group kind of like Tully Blanchard's doing, then maybe I can understand the justification behind it. He was trying to get the title in a way. So we'll see. But I agree. The ending... With Smojo coming out and everything, I thought that was the perfect way to end it. I mean, that that kind of makes like the true Ring of Honor diehards leaves a good taste in their mouth to go off the air. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, good stuff all the way around. Great card. Um, was an excellent kickoff to the weekend itself from mm-hmm. a pay per view standpoint, and you know what we expect. But like I said, it's going to be hard pressed for whether it's. Mania night one or two, or you know, I think GCW has another event going off tonight. Um, stand and deliver in a couple, stand and deliver like it's hours. gonna be hard, hard pressed to, to beat that card. And speaking of stand and deliver, we could get into breaking that down because the behind Ring of Honor's card, stand and deliver was the, the card that I was most looking forward to on the weekend. Like, I had them ranked ROH Super Card of Honor, stand and deliver, Mania. Um, probably night two over night one. Um, that's kind of the order I had as far as my rankings for the shows this weekend. So let's get into NXT. Um, we can touch on anything from Tuesday night and then go off and predict the, the show here, which will kick off in about an hour and a half uh, mm-hmm. on the cock, Peacock. <laughs> All right. Uh... I'm mad I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was more mature. We'll start nope, off with LA Knight versus Gunther. Um so yeah, well let me before we break this down, Chris, are, are you kind of caught up? Did you watch Tuesday night? I didn't. I'm not caught up, so <laughs> I wanted to, but I didn't get a chance. Yo, I this is you know <laughs> hey. majority of this Majority of this podcast is, is about pro wrestling, right? <laughs> yep. And when pro wrestling sucks, I ain't watching it. Yeah, and Raw <laughs> SmackDown and NXT been, to me just NXT, aren't worth it. NXT has been NXT has been I'm good telling you. And this build up to this build up to this card has been really See, good. even Siri agreed with me. I said that and she goes, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> and All I'm right, with so Chris Jay- too. I'm, I'm I'm with Chris too. I didn't watch anything because I don't believe in NXT. So. All right, Jay. So I guess me and you will this carry the show here yeah. for this, this this segment, and then uh, we can get the hot tag with all four. Hopefully, at some point, all four of us will be able to give opinions and predictions. People bitch that I talk. People bitch that I talk too much on this show, but I don't know what else to do because. <laughs> Dang. All right. So go ahead. Put Gunther versus LA Knight. LA Knight versus Gunther. Yeah. Jay, what do you what do you got um, as far as this match goes? You know break down what you like, disliked as far as what they've done so far, and then we'll go around the horn and and give our prediction for the match itself. Well, this was just like a a quick one-week build, it felt like to me. 
So, uh, I thought you just like matches. Hmm? I thought you just like matches. I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you guys. You guys think I'm laying it out for you? Oh, I don't need to lay it out. <laughs> I mean, I, they, they, they teased from like a traditional build standpoint. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say it's maybe a week or two, but along the way, they've they've interacted and. <clears throat> have crossed enough to where you could see this is the match that they were going to go with. Um, but but the verbal, one, of these, one of these are the guy. Got to be, right? You would yeah, think. one of these has to be the guy to, you know, next in line. So uh, I'd rather have L.A. Knight as a champ. But match-wise, I think Gunther, I think Gunther would win. He looks tremendous. He does. Like he was never he was never out of shape. It was just I think just like his body like given his build, he just looked a certain way based off of his natural body type, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But since moving over here and you could tell he's been here and training for for a while now, like not saying he didn't train whenever mm-hmm. he lived across the pond, but you can really tell that he's been at the PC working, training, and everything else, and he looks tremendous. Like slimmed up, and ain't nothing come off them chops yet. So no, <laughs> no. And I, I think out of the two right now, I would most like to see Gunther up on the main roster. Yeah, along with the rest Imperium. of Imperium, um, and and let them get a run, which hopefully we'll see. You know, a debut either Monday night or next Friday. Um, you know, because they'll they'll have debuts and comebacks on both nights. So, yeah, this one this one's going to be a a physical slap fest, hard hitting. Uh, I'm going to go with Gunther for the win here. I'm going to go Gunther too. We get three, and you get four. <laughs> that make, I mean, I like I mean, I like the dude since he first premiered in NXT yeah. UK. I mean, nothing bad about him at all. Now, Gun- Gunther, uh, aka Walter, it's still it's still so weird to say Gunther. Mm-hmm. Like, as, even though it's been some time now, like that's one that I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I still. You guys brought was say up say last Walter. week. You said LA Knight versus Gunther. And I was like, who's Gunther? <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he everything he's been in has been damn near match of the year. That's what I was so getting ready to bring up, Jay. Like, what do you, what do you expect from him? Because normally this time of year, whenever he's on, he does put match of the year. Yeah, you know, him and Dragonov last year stole the stole the weekend. Um, he's they he's usually have him Dunn, more with, like they usually have more with a technical person. So yeah. LA Knight's a different style than he's used to, but this will be more what they're going to give him moving forward. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, this man could be champ, and he could have the brother, brother, brother run for seven years, and I'll be okay with it. <laughs> I, I, I would be. <laughs> All right, up next, uh, another singles match. We got Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo, and Ciampa on Tuesday, I know, said that this looks to be like his last uh, NXT match. Yeah, he he cut the he cut the great promo Tuesday night, um, and instead of getting up and throwing a chair, he quietly folded it up, placed it on the wall, and you saw the the debut of his NXT run and then the, you know, 
4-2-22 today's date for the end of it. So we saw him last night on SmackDown in the Battle Royal. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to be on the blue brand moving forward, but it does look like this is the end for Tommaso in NXT, and he is getting a call up to one of the main roster shows. We'll see which one uh, he actually appears on. But, you know, that last of the the true black and gold era comes to an end uh, in about an hour and 20 minutes. So um, I'm not completely sold on D'Angelo and him, but I thought the build to it has been all right. Uh, you know, make make another star on your way out. Mm-hmm. And I think Chamber will do that. How you doing, man? Going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm I think Champa will do the right thing and, and make Tony look good and put him over to, to help elevate him in, in NXT right now. Like yeah. character-wise, I'm still not sold on D'Angelo, but in ring, he's been impressing me every now and then. So I think it's gonna be a good match. I'm still I'm going with Champa though. Oh, win on the way out the door. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Unless it's some shenanigans. Not many people get the not many people get the win out the door. I mean, I don't know if anybody's gotten the win out the door, honestly. Unless you political in the back. <laughs> I yeah, agree. I see. Good so. <laughs> what uh Chompa? Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go agree with you. I as much as you usually see the the take the loss on the way out, I think I gotta go Chompa. Uh, I'm going D'Angelo. Do the right thing. If he was leaving, leaving, <laughs> I think I'd be. I would say, yeah, take the loss. But if it's but what, a, guy, what guy? What guy has gotten? What, what guy that's gotten called up in a in a like a true call up since actually went out with a win? Even ones leaving the company didn't go out with a win. Gargano left in a loss. Yeah. Cole left you in know, a loss. <laughs> Cole left in a loss. Even when you go back to. To you know, further back, you know, it, it's usually you drop the title to the next guy and you get called up. So, mm-hmm. and and Chomp is a, a company guy and a, a traditionalist, so I would probably see D'Angelo winning this. But it just sucks that it's not like for the belt to where he gets like the main event, end of the show, goodbye type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that I, I'm a I'm a little disappointed in given what, what he's done for the brand over the years. I couldn't believe whenever he put up the dates the how long it's been. Like I didn't realize it was two thousand fifteen. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. To no, me. it doesn't. So, yeah. All right, next we'll go with the NXT tag team championship, Imperium versus the Creed Brothers versus MSK. This one for me is a coin flip based off of the stories they've been telling on the show as far as what's going to happen. Um, if Perry, if Imperium and Walt and Walter, there I go again. <laughs> I'll say for what it is. It's just right. <laughs> if Imperium and Gunther are going to get called up, then I see them dropping the belts. However, if they drop the belts, I'm not sure based on what they've told who's going to win. Initially, when they announced the match, I was going to say Creed Brothers. Mm-hmm. We'll get the win, but they've been telling this story with them over the past couple of weeks of a, a duo. You don't know who they are. You, you haven't seen a face yet, but they've been going after Diamond Mine and trashing the locker room and 
leaving messages and everything else. So, like, they have their own separate side story going on besides the story of this match here that, that's going to take place today. So, I don't know if you give it to MSK again. That'd be three times for them as champs. It's just – it's in a weird place right now is who do you think is going to win the match mm-hmm. based off of what they've t- done on the build. And I kind of like that to a point. But, yeah. It, uh, it definitely takes the predictability out of it. Because you really don't know. You can argue for all three of them. Like, come, coming in, I hated the Creed brothers. Then when they associated with Jamon and then kept going, I was like, these dudes going to kill somebody when I first seen them. <laughs> and now it's just like, uh, throw them across the ring, drop them on the head. I don't give a damn. This is, this is entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 have, they, me. They, have, they have grown on me. Um, a little bit here, so I, I think this is a this is a sneaky match to be really good. Um, mm-hmm. Given it, given the three teams that are in there, I think obviously Imperium's really good, MSK is really good, and I think the Creed brothers being in there with both of them, you could have the potential for some magic to happen um, in the match itself. So, Chris, who you got? Um, something tells me that. Uh, Gunther and Imperium aren't going away just yet. I mean, I, I don't know, especially coming off of which we'll get to the title match later, but I, I don't know where where that future is going. And I can kind of see Gunther getting a, a run down the next before main roster call up. So I'm going to stick with Imperium here. Um, just off of how we've talked in the past, how they're trying to call people up quicker in NXT, you know, or figure out their place. Is that, does MSK really need to stick down in NXT much longer? MSK um, on the main roster will get lost, and they'll be out of the company in four months. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that gimmick will connect. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know where their future is right now because I, I mean, don't. You think, could, I couldn't even see it in NXT much longer. Because what else can they do? Yeah, from that standpoint, absolutely. I think Jay to the gimmick. I think. Because I saw what they were able to do in Impact as the Rascals and Connect, and because you can put them as like true kitty babyface mm-hmm. for a main roster, like I think you can get the, I think you get the kids to buy into them, it, tweaking some things to where you don't have like the high guy four twenty yeah. Wii references constantly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think they. I think from that standpoint, you can. I don't know if they'll connect with everybody on the main roster, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donald? I'm going to Creed Brothers, the younger talent. Imperium been champs for too long, too many times. MSK, too many times. Somebody knew. I don't I'm know gonna, the story, but somebody knew. I'm going to go with the Creed Brothers just because I want to see Bivens' celebration. <laughs> That's it. It's the only reason why he's a, he's a freaking he's tremendous and and just absolute gold in everything he does and I, that man is like almost like national treasure level to where we need to protect Bivens at all time especially his Twitter game it's yeah. undefeated he's never lost <laughs> yeah, so let me let me get that celebration from Bivens WrestleMania uh, weekend absolutely. I don't want to see MSK with the titles again. They they, they had too many times. Uh, and I want to see where this creed plays out. So I'm gonna go with Imperium as you know retaining. Maybe you get the debut tonight of the the two attacking Creed. 
I mean, you have them win the belt and they jump the champs. We have, you know, we've seen that before in NXT. So, um, wouldn't wouldn't be a, a bad way to debut somebody surprise wise um, if done correctly. So, it'll be the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that would be out of nowhere. <laughs> All right, so we'll go into the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship next. We have the champions, Toxic Attraction, versus uh, the returning Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I hate this. I hate it. I I, about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Tuesday night, they have Raquel come back and Dakota just jump in their arms and we get the reunion and now they're challenging for the belts. I would have much rather have seen Dakota and, and Wendy Sleepy Chew um challenge for the belts given everything that they've done I, I just don't like how we got here with it and to me why are you bringing back raquel in the nxt mm-hmm. like what like she's one last try. Not not saying that she's like gonna be main roster and absolutely kill it or whatever but like there's nothing left for her so what yeah, you're gonna have to go- i feel like she still needs work but yeah accomplishment wise there's yeah nothing left like, to do and it was just so thrown together, like that reunion for as much as they beef and the turn and like the weird place that they put Dakota in as far as her character and everything else. Like, so what is because she re- reunited with Raquel, is she going to come out today? I almost said tonight, but it's today because what time the show goes on. Is she going to come out and be like normal Dakota again? Because like to me, like she fractured and split based off of everything that happened with Raquel and Raquel being her and her best friend going away and all that, like, is she going to be whole again and come out as Dakota that we saw before with Raquel, or are they going to still continue this weird character with her? So I just, I don't like anything about it at all. I mean, it's, Oh, Hey, we've beaten every other female tag team we got. So we're going to challenge you because we haven't faced you guys yet. It doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Toxic attraction retains. Don, you got a fan club out there. Is that evidence behind him proves that Don is the heavyweight champion? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we don't need people hyping up Pimp D. Okay, he got the glasses on the bo- he got the glasses on the Scully. He's not wearing he's not wearing them yet. Um, he ha- he'll have his boss time rings on later on tonight for the, the WrestleMania the WrestleMania party. But uh, you know, yeah, let's not let's not feed that ego. Okay. <laughs> He'll walk in with a silk shirt and a three-piece suit on tonight. <laughs> that might be tomorrow. <laughs> There's definitely that, no wearing ego. That church, wearing that church outfit to the WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely no ego. I would definitely be the Brooklyn Brawler. I'll drop it at anybody. I'll make people look good. <laughs> Get that paycheck. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> All right. Who uh, you, who, so, Donald, you got talks to the contraction. Yes. Jay, who you got? I'm, I'm going with Toxic Attraction, just how this was thrown together. Chris? Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Toxic Attraction as well. I think I, I think Raquel is going to be on her way up. You know, mm-hmm. I I like Raquel. I, I didn't love her run with the title. Um, I think she could use a little bit more work, but I I just, I, like you said, I don't see much else for her down the next day. So. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think with her, I think her run hurt from the standpoint of she didn't have a lot of, she didn't have a lot to go against. True. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Ripley you know, was your last. Um, it was that transition period. It was flipping over. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a whole lot besides Dakota for her to go after, you know, EO. But that EO like, took time matches. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Even just was, her they, matches, they were just okay to me. I like her. I liked her gimmick and everything, but. I think if I think if there would have been better competition there, I think the run would have played out better for her. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see if she does get moved to the main roster. We'll see how she does against the talent up there. <laughs> you saw the talent up there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go toxic just to just to retain because I hate the the story and the the thrown togetherness that came about mm-hmm. from this match itself. So, all right, next this is the women's uh, division. Yeah, thrown together. Yeah. So next we'll go into the NXT Women's Championship. Champion Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Again, I hate this because the story, they, they won the Dusty Cup. They were supposed to challenge Toxic Attraction. They pulled this swerve where it's, oh, Mandy says she can beat all four women and she doesn't didn't say she beat them all at the same time on the same night. Like, to me, it's just... Lazy it's a shoehorn fit. <laughs> Lazy creative. Yeah. Yeah. And I, w- I would have much rather have seen it be Mandy and Cora just because of your NXT 2.0. You're supposed to be building new, younger talent. Like, mm-hmm. let them go out there and do. I don't know if maybe they don't have the belief in Mandy to be able to carry a match. I, I don't. You know, that's pure speculation. I have no idea yeah. because I think she's done really good work since she's been in NXT. So I'm not shitting on her work. It's just. I was, I was thinking it was Cora wasn't ready yet. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking. And maybe they just add more people in to, just to, if, you know. I mean, I get it. Kylie Ray and, and Io are, are more seasoned, better off to carry a match and, and do some things, but. In that instance, like, so what if if Mandy retains? Do you have Cora take the pin? Then no, it's I like, have, why are we even? Why we even have Eo and Ray in the match? I'd have Kylie Ray take the pin with Mandy retaining. Yeah. All right, Chris. I could see Mandy retaining here. Um, I think it's too soon for Cora. Um, I would. I see Mandy retaining, but I would actually, I'd, my prediction I would like to see is uh, Kaylee Ray win the title tonight, today. Yeah, please, please put up the, the last comment there from Blue Ice. Random comment. <laughs> Listen, it's noon, it's beer clock, it's whiskey clock, it's... It's somewhere. It's drinking time. Okay, so I'm not mad at this at all. You want to drink the fit this early to get the day started? It's a long day. You may tap out before Manny even kicks off, but hey, more power to you. Let's go. Let's and that's drink of the week. It's a good shit. <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going Henny for the drink of the week, but uh, if we do that, that may get brought out later on. You never know. I, I definitely right. won't make it through anything. <laughs> yeah. no, not at all. Um, Kaylee Ray, Kay, uh, Kaylee Ray, been uh, been with NXT for a while now, and she always wants to go after the title. So I definitely think it's her time. So I got Kaylee Ray for the win. I. 
you know, the women's title matches in NXT usually live up and, and have delivered more times than not on, on a takeover, stand and deliver, whatever you want to call it, pay-per-view now with NXT 2.0. I just don't see this one living up and being, you know, the most talked about match on the card when oftentimes the women match was arguably the best match mm-hmm. on the card. Yes. So, um, especially, during, especially during WrestleMania weekend, yeah. like, you know, like that takeover right. for WrestleMania weekend is great. So hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised. Like I, mm-hmm. I want them to over deliver. I'm going in with low expectations. So I want them to over deliver so I could eat, eat crow and, and say I was wrong. Um, but I'll go with Mandy. All right, uh, next up, we got the North American uh, Championship in a ladder match. We got champion Carmelo Hayes versus Santos Escobar, Solo Sika, uh, Grayson Waller, and Cameron Grimes. Well, you could tell you haven't watched NXT 2.0 because you pronounced Solo's last name wrong. So, um, way to have I a actually J-R haven't watched him wrestle yet. So, yeah, way to have a JR moment. Sika. <laughs> <laughs> It's Sokoa, but this has been the most enjoyable build to a match on the pay-per-view, uh, I think. I loved everything they did with it, with Carmelo being uh, a la GM and, uh, you know, making guys that want to challenge for his title go through qualifying matches to face the final boss, as he calls himself, Um for his North American championship. I didn't like the way they went at the end uh, on Tuesday with everybody cutting a promo and then the brawl in the ring. I could have done without that. Mm -hmm. I didn't need that. But the story here for me, um, we're going to get the Cameron Grimes coronation moment based off of the story they told. We've gotten serious Grimes um, building up to him, you know, winning to make his father proud um, and, and come out with a Zack Ryder intercontinental champion type moment on top of the ladder. So I'm going to go with Grimes here to, to get the W. I will go with, I will go with Grimes also time to give him his moment just because I think they got bigger plans for Carmelo. I'm hoping they have bigger plans for Carmelo and Escobar. Put the title on that guy some, at, some, at some point. But uh, I'm going with Grimes. Same here, yeah. Chris? I'm going to stick with Carmelo. Keep Retain the title. He he feels he feels like he's outgrown that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need I need him to step up and, and wrestle for the, the belt. Mm-hmm. Especially since the main title is going to be like in a transition period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, you know what? I don't, I mean, like, you get to a certain point and it's like, all right, I need you to, I need you to move on. I need you to take the next step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as good as he's been and he's been fantastic as this champ, I just feel like he's outgrown this belt. Mm-hmm. To where I need you with the bigger strap. Yes, I'm just trying to look down the road to see who's who's he taking off, who's he taking it off of, and you know that'll get into our conundrum whenever we talk about the the NXT title mm-hmm. match here. Um, let's get right into that then. <laughs> we got 
uh, NXT Championship, uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Braun Breaker. Again, this I, not that I haven't liked what they've done because I think Dolph has been good, and if you're going to help cultivate young talent, then you can take some of these guys that you know aren't necessarily doing a lot on Raw and mm-hmm. have them rub and, and touch and interact on NXT. Plus, it's a way for those guys to be evaluated. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got AJ working with a Grayson Waller, you got Bobby Roode, or I'm sorry, Big Bob um, and Dolph <laughs> working working with, you know, with Braun, um, they can use that as the, hey, mm-hmm. he's he's ready, he's good. You know what I mean? Um, to, to get that extra talent, talent evaluation done. Um, I don't, I don't, this is so weird. And like you said, like if, if we want Carmelo to take the next step and move on to, to the, to the belt, to this title, like, is it good to put him in Braun in a feud for the brand? I would think so. But I think Braun is like going to be hot shotted here. That's what I, I, really I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, when you on two heels. Right, so like him and Dolph, that doesn't work because character. I would love that match, but match-wise, yeah, I agree. It it would be it would be fantastic, but again, character-wise, and I don't need a babyface Carmelo. Like I love the confidence, the arrogance, the you know, when I shoot, I don't miss. Like give me all that hillside. I don't know if you can transition that to be a babyface, but I'm gonna. Hall of Fame, your dad and your uncle go in. First WrestleMania, I'll go with Braun to beat Dolph. Which means Braun will stay in NXT for right now. I don't think he'll get the call up. I'm going to go Dolph. You go Dolph and you bring up Braun on on Raw? Uh, I wouldn't, but that's that's what I'm feeling. They, um, I'm going with Braun. Just stick down with NXT for a bit. They have so many different, like they have so many events. Like they can have them lose on one of those, you know, TV specials that they do, and then bring them up. Because I think the main roster is going to get a bunch of people anyway. After Mania, uh, if you don't, if you don't hot shot them now at Mania, draft time is usually around the fall, right? Octoberish, September, October. Technically, yeah. That would be like a year for him. In NXT from debut time, would you prefer him get a get a call up then in the draft because he he has more seasoning down in NXT and has worked longer? Definitely, mm-hmm. I prefer that. I, yeah, yeah, I prefer that. Especially it's, since they're going to be bringing in um, what's the dude's name? Cody. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler. Um, yeah, they're they're planning on hot shotting him. I, I don't know. Well, if uh, Gabe Stevenson. Oh, Gabe Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. And just like, yeah, I don't know if you can hot shot both of them at the same time. Especially because we don't know what's going on with the brand split after this unification yeah. between Reigns and mm-hmm. Lesnar, like how that's going to shape out and work out. So, yeah, I can see if you're keeping two brands and and you want to have one on put Gable on Raw and you have Braun on SmackDown, then you could kind of work it because it's separate. Mm-hmm. But if we're going away from that, yeah, it might be hard to to push two at once. So, um, I'm gonna go with something different, uh, something that something different than what you guys are saying, but something that they've done before. Uh, Braun wins, 
gets brought up to the main roster, then they he has to drop the title, and then you get new contenders to fight for that title. Uh, to me, whether, I don't like that because it's a tournament that's, or it's like the title switch between Becky and Charlotte because we got drafted at different brands. I don't like that. So at least it's people that you're not sure. It gives everybody a chance to get elevated. I'd actually rather see that only because I think they need to develop some talent for for NXT right now for that title. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. So do you want him almost like how KO was when he was called up and he fought Cena while he was champ, but still go back down to NXT? No, like I'd have them him win the title and then you know on Tuesday, you know, whenever he gets brought up, whether it's this week or next week, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If he gets brought up this week, okay, then Tuesday. It's like, yeah, I'm called up, though, but... So, title's vacant now. Okay. They'll announce what they're going to do. They've done that before. But. I mean, I you know, WWE, it's all about creating moments, and you'd have the moment of him winning on yeah. WrestleMania weekend, but story-wise, and just... But if he stayed till the draft, I'd be okay with that, too. Definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'd hold the title that long, but no. All right. So who you got as far as match of the day, not match of the night because the pay-per-view goes on in 54 <laughs> minutes from now. So who do you got for match of the day for NXT stand and deliver? I'm going with ladder match. Ladder match. I'll go um, Dolphin Braun. So I'm going to go ladder match. I'm going to go ladder match too. And I think that's the way that starts the show. Okay. Mm. NXT ladder matches are just like uh, Impact's Ultimate X. You just go pick up for a mm. <laughs> match of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a. I'll I'll start the show with that. Yes. All right, that's that's standing to deliver. All right, so let's get into night one WrestleMania. I think we got what seven seven matches tonight. We Ten have seven matches, matches and then the KO show. So, wherever that falls in. Now, none of these right now are announced as a pre-show. So, we might see something get moved to the pre-show because it's freaking two hours long. Um, or maybe they add matches to it, but... Um, we'll do, so, we'll you, just... so, you got you got fans going from one to three, three. right? Then five to seven, or six to eight. Right, six to eight. Mm-hmm. In Mania, eight to 11, just, 11.30-ish. To say midnight. <laughs> Already Dallas is a clusterfuck when it comes to. <laughs> and it's about <laughs> like. Logistics. What, and what is it about like 45 minutes from downtown Dallas out to Jerry World? Well, uh, um, Stan Deliver is going to be at what? In downtown? It's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it was about a 45-minute drive out to Arlington from there. Oh, yeah, probably with traffic half hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have shuttles or something. Yeah. yeah, it did. You know, the line mess that we went through down there. Well, just yeah. was a nightmare for that WrestleMania. Ho- hopefully they have they have that all sorted out because that logistically, besides the, the issue with Brooklyn or, you know, MetLife with the – 
you know, with the the buses and the, <laughs> yeah, the train system, the, the trains and everything, um, and go into midnight whenever they weren't supposed to, and all that. Dallas, the first Dallas and J Roll was was, and you guys were there was just a, a shit show. That was to get what, in was a shit show. Yes. Yeah, get in. Our seats were double bought. People had to stand. Like it was, it was a mess all the way around. Then you got in. So you, not only did like so where we sat that year, where we got in, you had to wait to get in where they checked your tickets, and then inside was how you got like right where we got in was how you got up to the suites, and they were having issues scanning the people for their suites. So that and was that, everything up inside and down below. So it was just one big below. jam over here yeah. about the bathrooms and concession stand. Yeah. <laughs> we well, got in. We, we grabbed a drink and then we were like, we all went to our seats and we never got up the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's better from, from an experience standpoint. And, it, yeah. you know, it's not like last time or in Allegiant where, you know, the, the pay system went down couldn't buy food or drinks. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, know, gosh. Rest, WrestleMania sound caught on fire. Let's hope for, for none of those things. Um, and I'm figuring Hollywood's going to be two nights too, so they got to figure out this this system because yeah. NXT can't be... <laughs> in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Like this. All right. So let's jump in. No rhyme or reason as to the order of these matches. We'll go through them. Um, let's put them up, talk about them, and, and see what we got here from night one of WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Skip. I don't care. This is <laughs> Bathroom break match of the night. This is the SmackDown match. Like, like literally should be on SmackDown. This now, listen, not, as we, as as we go through this, I just built. So this is, this is, this is the, this is the issue with two nights of WrestleMania. We talked about it before and Bully Ray and Dave LaGreca talked about it on, on busted open. As far as excitement and investment, there's maybe only like four to five matches out of 14 that you're truly excited and invested in. Everything else is filler. It's a Raw. It's a SmackDown. You know, it's taking up time. And we got to go back. Jay, you said it, Chris. I think we've all echoed it on the show here. Mania should be one night, four hours, the best of the best. If you can't get on, you can't get on. That's it. What was uh, what was New York? What that seven, was six hours, seven hours. That was like twelve matches. Yeah, that was that was way too damn long. Itself. Roman and Triple H didn't start till like twenty five after eleven, and that yeah. went to Dallas, up, that that Dallas, up right that to mid, mm-hmm. right to midnight. Yeah. I think that Dallas, was Dallas was worse because you didn't expect it. I think yeah. we at least in New York we expected it a little bit mm-hmm. more, and it mm-hmm. still ended up the way it was. And it felt like longer in New York. Yeah. Because up in New York, there was three matches I took off in a row. I just had to get up and like leave. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Mm-hmm. I think what it was after midnight when Becky officially won. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they like I think like even in the record books, like they have her marked the next day instead of you know, <laughs> instead of the day of WrestleMania because of that. Look, to me, they, this this feud has been going on way too long. Yes. Um like like we're talking yeah. six months worth of and I, I don't care about McIntyre's end of it. And for me, this is gonna this is gonna be more about Corbin and ha- and Mad Cat Moss breaking up than yeah. you know Drew and I I heard you know rumor Drew's gonna be the next guy to to go after the champ 
whoever that is. Just (laughs) listen, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley both, based off of where they were at WrestleMania one year ago, have completely fallen off a cliff. You got Lashley and almost you got Drew and freaking Happy Corbin. And last year they wrestled for the for the WWE title. I don't mind Lashley because he's still been in the picture. Drew has just been in the same you know same area since he dropped the title. He needs Drew a new coat of paint. He needs yeah. to drop the sword, drop the kilt. Go ahead. And, <laughs> and I and I liked bum ass Corbin. Way better than Happy Corbin, so hope I hope Baron loses and he goes back to broke bum ass Corbin because one I like hearing McAfee say bum ass Corbin on the show <laughs> each week, and two I love the character way better than this happy laugh at dad jokes. You know, I just don't need it. <laughs> we spent too much time on this match, anyways. McIntyre or uh, Corbin McIntyre, I will never pick Corbin. <laughs> Drew. Drew's not losing in Mania. You know. Did you did you Corbin's joke? Did that go over for you? Last night? With, with yeah. the sword. Yeah. The sword. I, I didn't yeah. hear it. He was like, uh, what is what is what is Drew McIntyre's sword and his mother have in common? He but he lost both. No. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, I mean that's a bad dad joke, but it's also a tasteless. Dad that's tasteless. Joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're zero for two with your <laughs> We got the new day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Obviously, we know this was supposed to be a six man. Um, and the injury would to Big E happened. Uh, Kofi was on Pat McAfee's show yesterday for about thirty five minutes. Um, great interview. Good listen. Um, I don't, New Day doesn't lose at WrestleMania. Like, no. you know, um, I like the I like the group of Sheamus, Ridge, and Butch. If Butch wasn't Butch, and he was actually Pete Dunne, <laughs> and he didn't dress up like he was Bagger Vance, uh, in in you know playing Matt Damon in, in Bagger Vance, like. The Just guy. take the hat off him. Just the hat. The hat definitely. <laughs> so, I think this could have been a moment where where Butch shined, especially like if I'm going against Xavier and Kofi. Uh, you could have just easily swapped him out with Ridge and let set Ridge down for, you know, for being. I don't want to say being unsafe because I don't know whose fault it was, but you could have plugged the two and swapped them out and had a better match. Rich yeah, I'll go. I'll like, go. New day. New day. New day. Sheamus and Ridge. Oh, the contrarian down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put them to front. Butch. Butch. He's gonna get the shot of factor. All right. Next. Time. All right, hold on. Before we jump into this hot dumpster fire of a match, um, and yesterday you. when when Pat when Pat and Kofi were talking and everything else. McAfee, God love him. The man keeps kayfabe alive. He's like, uh, he goes, that son of a bitch never told me his childhood nickname was Butch. I paid him a lot of money to be on my tag team in NXT, <laughs> and he never once told me his name was Butch. I'm sitting there, and they announce, hey, Seamus Ridge and Butch, and I'm thinking to myself, who 
who the hell is Butch? And then he shows up. He goes, that little son of a bitch. Like, it was just tremendous. Like, I'm like, perfect play to keep K-Fame alive. I was more entertained by listening to that five minutes than Butch's you, debut and what he's done since. You could have played that out on commentary. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's go into to the... Lucha Logan, <laughs> the other bathroom break match, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus the, the Miz and Logan Paul. <sighs> Kill me now. If, if Logan <laughs> Paul ain't giving Bad Bunny effort, <laughs> my expectations are my expectations are set low for everybody in this match, and I think it's still going to underdeliver. <laughs> underdeliver. He, he he said he doesn't need to train as much as Bad Bunny because he's better than Bad Bunny. <laughs> I mean, they threw out that one thirty second clip of him doing a frog splash off the top rope, and Miz and I think uh, forget whoever else was in the in the video was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he's a natural." Oh my god, it's like <laughs> Snoop jumped off the top rope. So, so we're getting a rematch in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get you know, as much as I as much as I don't like the Paul brothers, I get the appeal because of the the name and the massive following they have on YouTube and what they've done, and they've been self made. I'm not going to knock them for that. Um, but yeah, to me, there's way too way too much celebrity on this show. As far as you got this match, you got Knoxville, Knoxville. Like, I don't need two, three, four celebrity matches at Mania now. Like, it, we don't yeah. need that, you know. Um, One's plenty. One is too many. Where's Pat and I and do? I and and I don't even think, I, I don't even think Pat's a, I don't even consider Pat a celebrity match. No. Like, no. <laughs> I don't even want to predict this. That, look, look. We're we're what two three matches into this card for night one, and I'm, I'm already over it. Any of I'm, I'm already over. I'm already over. <laughs> I'll pick Miz and uh, Miz and Logan Paul because you know me and the Mysterios don't get along. Could care less what they do. So Dominic earns his match tonight. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think I don't think we'll get that. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Miz and Logan Paul. I don't think Miz loses two years in a row in a celebrity match. You know, they lost to Bad Bunny and Priest last year. I think he gets his win back. 50-50 booking a year later. Miz gets his <laughs> Miz gets his celebrity win celebrity match win back. Maybe we get the dominant turn tonight. No, that means your creator will uh, will have to be good and they're not good. No. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but again, it's not gonna get. It's not gonna be like, oh my god. I like the Miz, so I'm going Miz and Logan Paul just because of him. So All right. next, all right, up next, we got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, which will probably end up biting on the pe- on the pre-show. I uh, got champion the Usos versus Nakamura and Bugs. This should have been the Viking Raiders. You you said Bugs on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> You you Jim Ross you Jim Ross the name wrong on purpose just just to just to get he's trying to show you show you how much he doesn't watch is that what uh, McAfee calls him is, is that, that the Usos the Usos yeah. 
I said, why are they holding up ones? There's three of them in the ring. They should be we the threes, not we the ones. Um, I'm so mad that they continue to do this injustice to the Usos when it comes to WrestleManias. It took them, what, seven years to get on the main card on WrestleMania when they've been arguably the best tag team in WWE for the 10 years that they've been there. And now you put them in this thrown together tag team title match that I have no interest in. At least Nakamura, you know, he's going to get his entrance at Mania and actually wrestle, not like last year where he just walked out to the ring, got his entrance, and then left. It didn't defend the IC title. But, hey, the IC title's not defended on this Mania again either. So we're over two as far as IC title defenses go. He got his shine whenever he wrestled AJ. I think the match will be better just because the Usos are in it. I, I I don't want to see them drop the belt. And if they're going to drop the belt, don't drop the belt to freaking Boogs and Nakamura. No. So (laughs) give me the Usos. I'm going to Usos. 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 Nothing? Nobody else anything? No. All right, move on. We're going to need a lot of Hennessy tonight. You're going to need a lot of Hennessy. Edward, Edward Hennessy. Hennessy. Hands, I don't know. across the room. If we have Hennessy tonight, you'll see me in my chair just sleeping the whole show. Let's get into Seth freaking Rollins versus everybody guess who his opponent's going to be. So let me ask you this, right? If you're if you are debuting Cody, which everybody expects it to be Cody tonight, although rumors and reports were he's backed out, not showing up, plans changed. Seth Rollins has done a fantastic job of teasing who his opponent could be from Marco Stunt all the way to Corey Graves. It's been tremendous. Will Smith um, and Big Papa Pump. Yeah, like he's <laughs> Rollins, the, the Twitter version of Rollins and this who's my opponent gonna be has been fantastic. Um but if it is Cody, right? If you're Cody, are you um, are you upset, or I don't want to say upset's the right word, but like you have you have the Austin return tonight, you know. There's other things on this night that that will upstage you coming back. I think I think anything would upstage, not anything, but. He would have never been the headline. I mean, I think headline. that everything would have been upstaged. I mean, you still have Brock on the roster. You're automatically get upstaged. You like the Hardys coming back as a surprise. Well, that was a true surprise. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knew, not even <coughs> the Melters and everybody else in the world. Um so you're not going to get that level pop, especially because, like, to me, the Hardys, like, with that return and that, once you heard the music, like, it clicked instantaneous. And we talked about theme songs and wrestlers yeah. a couple weeks ago. With, like, with theme, this Cody, you're not going to play the dashing theme because you're not going to play the Stardust theme. And then if the kingdom. You're not gonna play that. I mean, he he has the rights to it. It's not owned by AEW. He's coming down in the polka dots, man. <laughs> oh my god! If they fuck, if, if he comes down in that, I'm going home. 
That's total disrespect. My, my thing, I, I just want to see the reaction. I just want to, I just want to see the reaction from everybody from, from just two, three weeks ago or a month ago, Hayden Cody's guts to pop. Different It's a different audience, though. It is. I mean, but you still got the the wrestling fans in there. We said what? It was people hated him because he was the WWE type. So can the WWE audience hate him if that's the type he is? If if he's even coming back, I don't know. That like. If if I, not Cody, what salvages this moment? Who? So if if not if not Cody, you have Shane. I don't think that salvages it. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> you want to burn it down, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna put out there. Someone last night said, "Never say never." That might be the only <laughs> no, no, no. Shane Goldberg or or <laughs> you hear the gong and Taker walks out there, walks in the ring, choke slam tombstone, walks out. Last time we see Taker at Mania because he didn't get the true Mania send off, right? <laughs> he had the he had the cinematic match. It doesn't hurt Seth at all. You know, there's no there's no no harm, no foul. You get Taker his last moment. The place goes bananas. Everybody loves it from a nostalgia feel. Everybody's crying because it's Taker's last moment. He's going in the Hall of Fame. And we have a moment, a WWE moment, right? Those are those those are the three, if not Cody, those are my three options. Donald's so mad right now. <laughs> I think. Listen, if if Taker's gong hits, Donald may walk home. He'll he walk. Far at your house and walk home. He'll, He'll walk, walk home. Forty-five minute walk to his house. He'll walk home. No, do not need to see that man again. We seen him last night. You had your hurrah. Get the fuck out the ring. You didn't see him. <laughs> no, I didn't see him because I don't. I don't listen to uh, Hall of Fame speeches. That's a school lecture. I cleaned that out. No, I don't care. No, if he does that, that's burying Seth on the biggest stage. I don't care if it's hurting him or it is hurting him. It is hurting Seth. Seth. It is hurting Seth. It is hurting Seth. An active roster person is getting did it hurt. hurt. Did it hurt Cena whenever Cena built up to challenging the Undertaker and Undertaker came out and, and pinned him in three minutes? Where's but Cena wanted the but but Cena wanted the face taker. But it's Vince McMahon choosing his opponent, and Undertaker is Vince's guy of Vince's guys. We we need that meme right now because I, I need Donald's face, and then I need that meme underneath, and I took that personally because <laughs> <laughs> that's Donald right now. Somebody screenshot Donald's face on Jordan looking at the tablet. <laughs> And the gong hit, and I took that shit personally. <laughs> that is burying active roster talent. Undertaker was just active like two months ago. No, no, no. no. no he was active on. I mean, he was active on Twitter. Okay, 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 okay. So, okay, so Undertaker can't come back. What about Mark Calloway? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fresh signing right there. 
He called himself. He called himself Mark last night. So I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. All right. So if not the Undertaker, what if we hear? You know, uh, what if we hear Ric Flair's music hit? Oh, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> you see pictures of him going around. He's yes. he got bandages on his forehead. He's all bloodied up. Like what the hell was Flair doing? Being Flair. <laughs> Besides just just burning a forty year friendship over over <laughs> something stupid, <laughs> we're not going to get into that because uh, we're talking mania here. But I don't know what they do honestly. If it's not Cody, I, to me, if it's not Cody, Shane would be the only other one that I think would get a pop and and be like somewhat. You'll deserved. get a good match out of it. Yeah, better be one hell of a forbidden door opening. It got. It has to be Cody, which is going to be a letdown because it's like so known that you're not going to get the reaction that you would think if it wasn't as talked about as it has been over the last, you know, however many weeks or or months it's been since he left AEW. Like, if Cody doesn't come in tonight or this upcoming week, because we'll say Raw or SmackDown, does Cody come back? Like, do you see like this being like okay, if he's not back this upcoming week, he's Something else is going on with him. Uh, I know everybody says like you can come home, and Gerald Briscoe talked about that on his podcast with JBL. Like, you know, it's it's Cody's home, it's the Rhodes home. It's it, I just really like. I think he got burned in AEW because it turned into Tony Khan taking over and it wasn't what the four of them, meaning the young bucks, Cody Omega talked about and decided on when they launched Mm -hmm. AEW. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he didn't want to re up and resign. So do you go back home, but yet you left the place that didn't use you to your potential to begin with. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. It's just it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird seeing him come out there based off of his feelings and what he said and has done since he left. It's not like Drew leaving and and rebuilding his name and and coming back, you know, after being not living up to the potential as the chosen one that Vince bestowed on him. It's completely different Mm -hmm. from that standpoint. So I, I don't know. Like, Jay, I'm with you. I'm as curious as the interaction no. for the reveal as it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is, Seth loses. Whoever. Okay. <laughs> Next. I have no comment on this, man. He's still got to go through his phases. Yeah. I know what he's going through right now, but playing into his character. All right. Uh, next up, we got the Raw Women's Championship. Champion Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. All right. We'll kind of we'll, we'll speed things up here because we still got a couple to get through, and, and we're already an hour and a half into this. Oh, one more uh, left after this. Two more left after this. One's a segment. Not a match. Supposedly, um, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Becky cut a really good hmm. interview with Ariel Hawani um, yesterday, I believe. And he asked her flat out, "How do you how do you feel about Charlotte and 
Ronda going on last. And the two, two and a half minute response that she gave was spot on perfect. I agree with everything she said. From storytelling wise to match wise and everything else, those two can't hold a candle to her and Bianca. Having the two winners of the women's matches that main evented Mania in the main event for the belt makes more sense, not the two losers mm. of the match. And she said flat out, Ronda's name doesn't carry the weight it did three years ago whenever we main evented Mania. It's not the same deal. She's not The name's not as big. So mm-hmm. if pisses her off, she should be on last with Bianca. I agree. This has been way better storytelling and way better – Way better of a match, even though we've seen them two wrestle matches before. Mm-hmm. I agree I with that to an extent, but Ronda's technically the Rumble winner. That don't mean shit. We've seen Rumble winners not go on last. No. For me, I, I'd rather see... We, they did it last <laughs> year. You, you got the women's Rumble winner night one, men's Rumble winner night two. I'd like to see that continue on. Again, you're going back to formulaic stuff. Yeah. Like, Why do you have to be stick to the formula? Last year, last year, last year, Sasha and Bianca deserved the main event spot from not just because Bianca won the Women's World Rumble, just story-wise, historical purposes, two black women, like all the cards lined up right for them two to be in that spot to main event it, not just because it was the Women's World Rumble winner getting main evented of night one. No. It's Vince. His mind's going to change every time. So, I'm going. Do you Bianca. have Bianca? You have Bianca win win title and back to back manias here. I do. Yeah, I'm taking Bianca. Just oh. she has to avenge SummerSlam and gives her the Raw Women's Championship after being SmackDown Women's Champion. I have. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how they play into. They still got to play into Bianca and uh, not Bianca. Becky and Ronda. Becky and Ronda. At some point. No. And it was like, if you're unifying titles, this would be the perfect time to build towards that to the next one. But I think I'll go, I'm going to go with Bianca just for the revenge factor. Yeah. I mean, Becky hasn't lost and hasn't been pinned almost as long as Roman Reigns hasn't lost and hasn't been pinned. Granted, you take nine months out plus for having a baby, but still. Um, Jay, I like your idea with Becky having a belt, going up against Ronda with the belt to unify, to mm-hmm. play off of that. Yeah. Instead of just having Becky challenge her, but they're on several brands, so you don't know how that would work. Um, and then if Bianca wins, either way, Bianca or Becky, I don't really know. Who else is left besides somebody returning, whether it's Asuka or Bailey? They haven't done nothing with Alexa Bliss. She's not even on this card. So hasn't been seen since the chamber. Yeah. So <laughs> they leave her over there. <laughs> Rhea's in the tag. Go, I'm gonna go with Bianca to get the win again to like you said, Chris, to avenge SummerSlam. So we'll go Bianca. Okay. Then we'll go to the SmackDown Women's Championship. Champion Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Again, we just kind of recapped it. Um, I don't think we need to explain much more as far as story-wise building up to this match. I think Ronda has truly left Charlotte hanging um, and hasn't stepped up and been able to bring the level that she's need to bring to make this match worthy of being the main event besides her last name. 
Uh, I almost feel bad for Charlotte because she's definitely done her part to carry this. Ron is just hasn't hasn't given me anything. Um, I'll go with Ronda just because they're going to put the belt on her. I'm going to go with Ronda, but please just give her a mouthpiece. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Ronda as well, I think, just because the name for SmackDown. That's it. <laughs> Donald? The build of the match did. The build does nothing for me. The match does nothing for me. I'd rather have Charlotte with the belt. I'm not a fan of Ronda at all. She does nothing for me. All right, there's that. And then, I mean, if you guys want to talk about it, Owens and Stone Cold in the KO segment. If you want to talk about it, this is going to be the most talked about thing out of this WrestleMania. That's a second. <laughs> so it'll be the most talk. It'll be the most talked about thing. Yeah, out of this WrestleMania. It will, but yeah, it's a segment. It's a match. <laughs> After hours, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of this card is that, like, yeah. it's, I mean, this is, I, unfortunately, this is what I'm most looking forward to. I'm going with KO. Owens has been tremendous. Hey, what are you going with, though? Like, huh? what are you going with if it's not a match? He's reclaiming the stunner. Or he's, he's taking the stunner. <laughs> it's his move now. No. I'm looking forward to it, but it's not a match to me. Yeah, Can I, I tell you, my family loved that segment where he personated uh, Steve Austin. They hated, they they loved it, and they don't watch wrestling. Now, my brother, for the other fact that it was grown as men standing up, he was he was dying that they were popping for Stone Cold. Yeah, but they ate it up. I mean, it's going to be the loudest pop of the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, no, definitely. That's why I don't see know. KO. Like, you're going to get Austin, you know, chugging beers and throwing them up, you know, to, to end the night. That's, that's it. going to be the last segment, you know. You really think they're going to put this on last? I would open the show with this. I would open the show with this. To get the crowd hyped, to get the crowd hot, to get them excited, to get them happy in a good mood. Get them back in bed early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then what else do you really have to watch the rest of the night? Becky and and Bianca, Becky and Bianca, the only thing. I don't know. It's it's tough because you, yeah, you got you don't know, and they might not even know until right today. You know what they're putting on the last because they've been saying they've been telling Kevin Owens to say he's the main event. You know, Charlotte and Ronda have been saying they're the main event. Main event yeah. So uh, he was saying uh, Seth. He was during an interview when um when he was meeting with uh, Vince McMahon. He was saying you're the main event. <laughs> So you don't know what's going Yeah, but yeah, I, I would I would put this on last. I'm sorry, I would put this on first. first. Yeah. I usually like when they do stuff for Raw. Like when Stone Cold comes back, he usually is first. You know, kind of kicks off stuff. So I could I could understand that. But or do you just have it as a in between somewhere else on the card, like building up to the main event? I would have them setting up. I would have them look like they're they're setting up the chairs. And the KO graphic and all that on the on the big set sign, and as they're doing that, Stone Cold's music hits, stomps a mud hole down to the ring, gets the microphone, cut it, cuts a promo. Eh, eh, eh. We're not doing the Kevin Owens show. Get your ass out here, boy! I'm gonna walk you dry. Hit all the Stone Cold Stone Cold classics, 
KO come out. They go at it. Stunner, beer bath. We're off and running night one WrestleMania. Everybody goes home. <laughs> Happy Corpus music hits. <laughs> that that's I think we're probably that would be the problem right now trying to book this. Is if you don't if you don't open this, if you don't open with this, I think you open with Becky and Bianca. Yes. You put this on in the middle, Charlotte Ronda at the end. Okay. Only one way to find out. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to say match of the night because this card is like super lackluster, dude. Yeah. I'll go Bianca Bailey or Bianca Becky. I would too. Yeah. Let me go Seth. All right. So that's our NXT WrestleMania breakdown and predictions for day one, night one of WrestleMania. Uh, we'll be on live tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern time, recapping night one of WrestleMania, predicting night two, uh, leading into the kickoff show for, for Sunday, WrestleMania Sunday. And with that being said, let's hop on over to One Gotta Go. All right, Jason, last week, four seasons, the people voted, winner gotta go. That's the curmudgeons that live here in Pittsburgh. Yes, it was. Because we because it's it's Chris freaking April. Three times. <laughs> yes, it was. The same here. Spam his own. It was it's like April and it's and it's 30 degrees outside and we got hoodies on. That's that's exactly what that is. So I didn't partake in it. Like I said, I wasn't voting for that lackluster performance you gave last week. Put no thought into it at all. Um, so yeah. I boycotted the vote altogether. Was it the most voted? It was not, no. God. Yeah, no, no. It got a good amount of votes, though. See, you're trying to relate to the people, everybody. You want to be AEW and stick in a niche groove. I'm trying to be whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause that. <laughs> global. Pause that. <laughs> All right, Steve, it's your week. I'm not voting. I already see white men can't jump. No <laughs> so, uh, this week... Uh, was the the 30-year anniversary of White Man Can't Jump, uh, which is this classic Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson movie, and because oh, of that, God and we're damn. we're in the final we're in the final four here for March Madness. I decided to go with best basketball movies. Um, there are some honorable mentions that didn't make the list that I would have put on here, but uh, I kind of went with ones that came out around the same time and had the similar feel to mm-hmm. it. So, White Man Can't Jump, Blue Chips, He Got Game, and Above the Rim. Which one out of these four got to go? Uh, Above the Rim is going nowhere for soundtrack alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're that good, who did the soundtrack? Who did it? Yeah, studio. The Death Row Records. (laughs) Give a damn about that. The musical's on point. Studio. Shit. As long as the music was good. Uh, yeah, we're, we're so old because kids nowadays have no idea what soundtracks to movies are all about. Like, yeah. they, they have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, this, sound, this was a, the, one of the best soundtracks oh, to yes, a movie. The closest they have is Guardians of the Galaxy. That's it. I can say that, yes. First one. Yeah. 
Uh, he got game in stands just for Jesus Shuttleworth. And uh, I think White Man Can't Jump is the top on this list, so Blue Chip's got to go. You're kicking off Neon Boudot and, and Rich McCray. <laughs> I mean, all they had was the, the trail alley. That was the only, that was the only highlight of this movie. So, so, was the alley. This exposed the fraud of the NCAA with paying players and money and going from first to worst. You got you got Dick Vitale out there. You got Bobby Hurley in Indiana gear, even though he was a Duke player. Mm-hmm. Calvert Chaney, like. More so you now. want me to kick off Rosie like Perez or Denzel? If, if, if Bobby Knight. <laughs> Bobby Knight out there. If Bobby Knight out there the last game. Ricky Rowe, the Indiana jump shit. Larry Ooh. Bird. like. And you know what? Here's the bad part. I never even watched he got game. <laughs> you're, just, you're just going on the myth that is Jesus Shuttlesworth. That's what you're going off of. <laughs> I know where Allen can't act. It was, it was probably terrible, but I'm going to take blue chips off. Donald? This is tough. I love all four movies, but I will have to say I'm going to get scolded, but White Man Can't Jump got to go. You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Just because blue chips, he got game and above the rim sent the message. This ain't in the message? Don't trust hustlers? <laughs> White men can't jump. <laughs> That's the message. I think I could, uh, I could I could watch the other three movies all the time. White men can't jump. I can only take but so much. Well, you can't listen to Jimmy. Okay, you can't hear Jimmy. I mean, Rosie Perez. Like, come on. I need, it, it's a, it's a basketball movie. She was just a gold digger, a smart gold digger. No. Yeah. Yeah. White make it jump. Gotta go. No. Terrible take. I've seen three of the four. Sizzler. <laughs> like, I'm more. surprised you've seen three of the four. Yeah. I've seen the only one. Chris, you've seen three of these four? Three, three of the four. four. This is. Wow. The only one I haven't seen is Above the Rim. That 100% fits. Absolutely. I don't have that DVD to lend you, so sorry. No problem. Oh. Uh, so I could go with that one. That's that's usually my MO. I just go with the one I haven't seen. But uh, the three I have seen, Blue Chips will probably got to go for me, too. Oh, Chris was riding high and was just like, <laughs> Nose dived. Come on. Um, white man can't jump. Obviously, staying on the list. Above the rim, staying on the list. I'm gonna get rid of. He got game. Out of these four, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Uh, yeah, for what it was. You know, Denzel was great in that movie, but yes, uh, he played a hell of a part. You know, from yeah, he got game. Got to go for me. So. There were, like I said, there were, there were a lot of honorable basketball. mentions here. Um, you know, he had basketball diaries. You had basketball Sunset Clark. Yeah. Um, I was even thinking Hoop Dreams, but that's more documentary, so I didn't want to include that because to me that that wasn't a movie. Like these were actual movies. Hoop Dreams was documentary. Coach Carter. Um, you could have put a bunch Coach, of dollars down. Coach, Coach Carter, Glory Coach Road. Carter, like there Glory was a Road, ton yeah. of, of good yeah. basketball movies. Um, he got. Uh, um, Loving basketball, like you know, don't put that on here. 
I didn't. I'm not even a basketball person, and I like basketball movies. So yeah, but yeah, no, that that's that's what I went for. Good list, good conversation, good list, yeah, topics. Good. You know, what I can't get past actors playing basketball. Like some do it, like some do it good, some do it good, and they hide it with camera tricks. But oh, sometimes it's just like nah. You gotta get that cardio workout in to build up for it. You don't need that. <laughs> I would, you know, maybe I, I thought about putting little Bow Wow and Air Bud up there, but you know, I didn't want to want to go that way. Yeah, you know? you, you did no, this was good. Yeah, this was good. <laughs> Space Jam, um, not LeBron Space Jam, Jordan Space Jam. LeBron Space Jam was terrible. So LeBron Space Jam would have got got out of there. Yeah, but no, I tried to go with the most competitive list, mm-hmm. and uh, those were the four that I landed on. So there's that. So uh, long this week. Let us know which one. Yeah. Let us know which one got to go. Um, and with that, let's let's take it home and get in the final thoughts. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to episode eighty. Before we send things home, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell so you get notifications when we go live each week. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod. Don't forget that our audio-only edition of the show is available on demand on all your favorite podcast platforms. Support the show by telling a friend about us and purchasing our official merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash DumbMarksPod. And as we mentioned earlier, Podomania 2 continues, as we said, uh, WrestleMania Sunday predictions tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern as a pre-show to the pre-show. Uh, then Tuesday, April 5th at 6 p.m. Eastern, we'll be hosting WrestleMania wrap-up show. So make sure you follow and like all those. And for the past month, we've been doing Mania Madness. And we concluded voting this week uh, to end March. And the winner was Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) So thanks to everybody for tuning in. We had a lot of votes for this. Uh, You know, definitely a great way to interact with everybody. I think we all had fun doing it. So let us know if you want to see something like this down the line again. Or, you know, maybe we'll try to create something different for a different event. What was was the margin? Like close to winning, yeah, uh, actually. Building up to it, Austin and Rock got the most votes. Building up to it, but in the end, Austin got the most votes. Like it wasn't really close. I mean, like no, or like in this final match, the difference. Yeah, um, I don't remember. I, the exact, mine was dead tied. Yeah, I don't remember the exact number, but Austin won. Like it wasn't even like it was like close to a tie or anything. Mm-hmm. Austin won hands down. All right, all Which right. surprised Donald, me they were both for how much they were back and forth. Donald, anything uh, gaming-wise you want to touch on here? Yeah, quick gaming news. Uh, PlayStation, uh, Sony finally uh, unveiled PlayStation Plus. So Spartacus is now officially PlayStation Plus. So it's going to be like uh, Xbox Game Pass. Um, they did announce the prices. So the first tier, which I explained before, PlayStation Plus Essential is going to be like normal PlayStation Pluses now. So it'll be 60 a year. PlayStation Extra, that's going to be the one where you could download the PS4 and PS5 games. That is going to be $100 a year, $99. And the one that everybody's going for is the PlayStation Premium with the PS1, 2, 3, PSP games and all that. That's going to be $120 a year. Um, People are mad about it because there's not going to be no first day games on there from first parties. So like God of War Ragnarok's not going to be on there. Everybody's mad because the PS3 is just going to be streaming only 
all the other ones you could download or stream them. So you're not going to be able to play PS3 natively. So a lot of people's mad about that also. And also, if you have PlayStation now, your account will automatically be converted into the PlayStation Premium, the highest tier one. And people are already hacking that, like buying up five years of PlayStation now. So they get PlayStation Premium for five years set. And Sony already cut that down. So you can't buy PlayStation now anymore. So you have to wait until PlayStation Premium come out. Was it the same price? No, it was actually $100. So it was actually $20 cheaper. But everybody was buying five years of that. So, you know, log over. Also, um, last week, I forgot to mention this, but the top 13 toxic uh, gaming communities list came out. And I'm just going to say the top three. The top three was number one being Call of Duty, number two being Mortal Kombat, and number three was a shocker was the Sonic the Hedgehog community. I don't know what got people mad about Sonic and all that, but uh, huh? no, 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 not, not the movie. <laughs> the movie was good. <laughs> no, the movie was good. Everybody liked the movie. The movie yeah. mm-hmm. How do you even interact with the? Is it? I don't. I don't know. Unless you're playing <laughs> racers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, they have the top ten. Madden was number five, if you're asking, and two K was number four. So it rolls out your top five. And uh also I just have two uh well one entertainment thing. Netflix is making a live action movie of Voltron and Mayman. And kill me now. Just 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 stop. Did you stop what Netflix is all about? <laughs> Castlevania. What about Did you mention that? Oh no, that was a uh, that oh, was no. an April Fool's joke. Yeah, I got caught up in the I got caught up in April Fool's. <laughs> yeah, in them sheets. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I was watching was doing the video, and it was so real. And then at the end, he was like, "I got you." <laughs> but Sony is having a state of play next week. This is okay. next Wednesday to show off the uh, PlayStation VR two and a uh, big announcement. <laughs> so I could be right. Could be right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got anything else? Nope. All right. Um, this week, close the show here. I, I got two quotes. I'm gonna combine them together because I think they sound better as one and sound better together as one long quote instead of two separate quotes. So um with that being said, uh you're getting distracted again. You got dreams to chase, not people to impress. Wake up, get your shit together. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and your time. And with that being said, thanks for tuning in for episode two of Podomania 2. We'll be back again tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern time, recapping WrestleMania night one, NXT stand and deliver, getting you ready for night two of WrestleMania. And you're Mark, I'm a Mark Telemark. Until tomorrow at five. Y'all can catch us around the way.